Hello and welcome to the Jim Baker Family Show. Coming to you from the village of Morningside, USA, snuggled in the beautiful Ozark Mountains. Today, our special guest is the founder of Fusion Global, author of his new book, Signs and Secrets of the Messiah, and host of God's Appointed Times. Please welcome Rabbi Jason Sobel. Our co-hosts today are Marcella Woodall, Mondo De La Vega, and I'm Ricky Baker. And now, live from Grace Street at Morningside, USA, here are your hosts, Pastors Jim and Lori Baker. Thank you, Ricky, and welcome everyone to Grace Street. Yes. And our special guest, Rabbi Jason Sobo is in the house via Skype. Yeah, <laughs> thank God for Skype. Yes. Rabbi, we're so thrilled to have you here. He's the founder of Fusion Global and the author of the new book, Signs and Secrets of the Messiah. A fresh look at the miracles of Jesus. And his new TV show airs on TBN called God's Appointed Times with Rabbi Jason Sobel. Amazing show. Jason, yes. I, or Rabbi, I believe you must be the busiest rabbi in America or in the world. <laughs> I, every time I turn on television, there you are. Yes. Uh, are you being translated or do you just fly all over the place? Well, we do a lot of flying, but thank God for uh, being able to do virtually like I'm with you here today. Oh, we, we are using more and more Skype. What they call virtual reality? <laughs> no, <laughs> Skype. Skyping, because it's airplanes are not reliable. I never thought I'd say that, Mondo. Yeah, can you believe it? I mean, the air traffic control is a mess on one side, and then standing in line, being canceled, trying to figure out. I think Skype is the way to go. You can get there or guests here, and they got an important message for now. I just knew that. That Rabbi Jason Sobel's voice for this hour yes. is so critical to understand what we're facing, what we're up against, and everything that is happening in Israel right now. Rabbi, tell me what's occupying you right now, your travels, your mind, your body, soul, spirit. Uh, tell me about Rabbi Jason Sobel. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're very excited about the new book we, we just launched, Signs and Secrets of the Messiah, Looking at the Miracles of Jesus. And I think it's uh, so important because we live in a world where things are spinning out of control. And in the natural, it seems like there is no hope. But the miracles of Jesus show us that we don't, we're not subject just to the natural, that God is supernatural and he is in control and because he is in control and because he does do miracles, situations that seem hopeless can still have hope. And the hope is the belief that your future is going to be better than your past. So we are believing that uh, God is going to do something in what's going on in Israel and the Middle East right now. Yeah. And so much is escalating in Israel right now. Please share your insight to what is happening there, would you? Yeah, I mean, obviously, this is the greatest threat to Israel in the last 50 years, uh, maybe even more so. I think what's so important to understand is that people primarily look at it from a political perspective, 
And there is value in looking at it from that perspective. But the reality is you can't solve a spiritual problem with a political solution. And that's why we have to understand prophetically, biblically, what is going on. And the reality is, is this attack was perpetrated by this militant terrorist group against Israel, unprovoked. Their name is Hamas, as everyone knows. And actually, Hamas is found in the Bible as a term. Genesis 6:11 it says, "V'timale ha'aretz Hamas." In the days of Noah, God saw that the world was full of Hamas. And he decided to destroy it because of Hamas. Hamas means a gratuitous evil violence towards uh, innocent people. And so Matthew 24, Jesus says, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days coming, preceding the return of the Son of Man. And so just like God destroyed the world in the days of Noah because of Hamas, the same demonic spirit of violence is literally seen coming against Israel in the name itself, I believe this is meant to be a sign, a harbinger of the times in which we're living. I want to roll this piece from Benjamin Netanyahu. I I think we ought to talk about it. Let's roll this, and then I'm going to have Rabbi talk about it. Now we are focused on one goal, to unite our ranks and march forward. That's why we require resolve and fortitude, simply for the reason that this triumph needs time. We must win. We must prevail. We must triumph. What what they wish to see is to annihilate the state of Israel. The whole world must realize that Hamas is a terrorist organization just like ISIS. And as we united together against ISIS, we must come together to crush Hamas. It is our war, and if we are not united on the front, this danger will reach to you. I have also a message to Iran and Hezbollah. Do not Test our will. Do not make the same mistake simply for the reason that the price you will pay this time will be much more higher. The U.S. president said it to you in English. Don't do it. And I am telling you in Hebrew, beware of the state of Israel. What do you think, Rabbi? Do you think America is going to stay with Israel? You know, I hope that America stays with Israel. I mean, clearly, that is what is being said by our president. I think if Iran enters into this conflict and if America actually had to use military force in it, I have a real question of whether the U.S. is actually going to stand militarily in taking action to defend or protect Israel. I mean, it's easy to send military there as a quote-unquote deterrent, 
it's another thing to actually get involved in the war itself. So it's 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 very concerning. It's very concerning. It really There's is. so many marching against Israel all over the world, even in New York City, Chicago, and other cities. It it it, it, it I I can't believe the ignorance of church people about what God says. Do, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, again, to understand, it talks about in the days of Noah, there's this Hamas, this violence in the earth. And then we read another key passage, Obadiah 1.10. Mehemas achicha. Because of your violence to your brother Jacob, shame will cover you and you will be cut off forever. So what we see is the prophet Obadiah is prophesying against the Edomites because of their the Hamas, the violence that they committed against Jewish people. Why is that so significant? Because one of the most famous descendants of Esau is Amalek. And Amalek is the first person to attack Israel when they came out of Egypt. And who did Amalek attack? He attacked the, the helpless women, children, elderly, the disabled, the defenseless. And that's important because who is the most notorious descendant of Amalek? It's Haman. Haman, who wanted to commit genocide against the Jewish people, who we read about in the book of Esther, who wanted to kill uh, Mordecai and Esther and annihilate all of the Jewish people. He is a descendant of Amalek. He is from this nation of Edom. Uh, he's related, okay? The one who God says he's going to judge for committing violence. So it should be no surprise to us that the spirit of Amalek is alive in the world today and that Haman comes out of Iran and who is the force behind Hamas in the south in Gaza and Hezbollah in the north? It is Iran. As it was in the beginning, so is it going to be in the end. We're seeing Bible prophecy play out before our, before our eyes and we need to understand that these people marching in the streets, they are being deceived by the spirit of Amalek, just like what happened in Persia we're seeing again today. Wow. These people True. marching in the street, many of them are carrying signs that say Hitler was right. Mm. Wow. I heard on the news yesterday that last year, 70,000 times on social media, the statement was, Hitler was right. Mm. I never dreamt. When I was a boy, I saw pictures of the Holocaust. I have never been the same. I, 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 I can't tolerate it. I'm like with the Jews. It said, never again. But it's happened again. Yeah. Yeah. But Hitler was right. How can... Millions say Hitler was right. Hitler was evil beyond comprehension. What do you think? Absolutely. I had family that I lost most of my family in the Holocaust. And I think it's so important to see that these, that these people are showing their true colors. They're not advocating just for a free Palestinian state. 
They want to destroy the Jewish people. This is an attack against Israel and the Jewish people. Gas the Jews, destroy the Jews. Hitler was right. They're singing, uh, they're, they're chanting the slogan, from river to the sea, Palestine will be free. What they're saying is they're going to wipe Israel off the face of the map from the West Bank to they're going to, to to the Mediterranean Sea. They're basically saying they want Israel gone as a state. They're not Hamas and these Islamic extremists are not interested in peace. They're interested in destroying the Jewish people because this is not political. This is spiritual, and what we have to understand is the hatred of Haman, the hatred of, of Hitler was not a rational hatred. It was rooted in a demonic spirit, which is connected to the spirit of Amalek, okay? And the reason why there's been this historical anti-Semitism against the Jews, why Satan hates the Jews, is because if you can destroy the Jewish people, one, you show God's a liar, and the Bible's not true. So they're trying to undermine faith in God's word because God promises no one will be able to wipe Israel out, that God has a promise to preserve them. So that's one. The second is it's the root of Judeo-Christian foundation of Western culture, right? Get rid of that. And then thirdly, it can prevent the second coming because the enemy knows that the Jewish people have to be in their land and they have to say, Baruch HaBashemon, and I blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord to welcome him as the Messiah. And if you could destroy the Jewish people, harm the Jewish people, you can delay the second coming or prevent it altogether. And this is just some of the rationale behind what is going on. Wow. I was wondering if that isn't the main reason that this war is being declared. Mm -hmm. They hate God. Yes. They hate right. Jesus Christ. God will not be mocked, by the way. The attacks <laughs> on Israel yeah. by Hamas coincide with a major Jewish holiday. Can you talk about that? Absolutely. So what's interesting is that this attack occurred at the end of Sukkot, the Feast of Tabernacles, and it occurred on a day known as Simchat Torah. It's the day that we end, the day we end the Torah reading cycle. So every year Jewish people read from Genesis to Deuteronomy and then start again. So you end Deuteronomy chapter 34, and you begin Genesis chapter one again. And so they chose a day that we're on a day that Jewish people are celebrating God's word. The enemy attacks Israel and his word, and they do it on the Shabbat, the day of rest, the sign of the covenant between God and Israel. And so it's such a horrible thing that they chose this day of all days. And they were probably thinking like, they, like uh, 50 years earlier, almost to the day, they attacked Israel during the Yom Kippur War and caught him by surprise on a holy Jewish day, the Day of Atonement. And they thought, we're going to do the same thing again, but only worse to the Jewish people. 
The irony of it is during Sukkot, you read Zechariah 14, which talks about the nations of the world coming against Israel and Jerusalem, how God ultimately comes and delivers Israel, fights for them, and how all the nations of the world will join Israel going up to Jerusalem to celebrate the Lord and ultimately, we know, Messiah, who is ruling and reigning on the throne in the Messianic kingdom in connection to Sukkot. as year after year, they'll go up to celebrate this holiday. So the enemy is mocking God's promises, and he's trying to uh, just make fun of God's plan. Millions around the world are witnessing the really barbaric, the barbaric scenes yes. of the murdering of children, entire families. What effect is this having on the Jewish community inside and outside of Israel, do you think? Absolutely. I mean, what we have to understand is that in modern history, Nothing has shaped the identity of the Jewish people, influenced how we think, than the Holocaust. And so these attacks, which were this attack by Hamas, which was as barbaric as anything we saw in the Holocaust, you know, the cutting off of the heads of little children, the burning of babies alive, the murdering of, of parents in front of their children, the uh, abuse, sexual abuse of women. I mean, just horrible, horrible, horrible. So this is stirring up the trauma of the past and of the Holocaust saying, are they going to do, they want to do it to us again. And so Israel is in a fight for survival. It's in a fight for its life because, um, and this, and it's because if, if we don't defeat and have a strong answer to this attack, they will keep coming and coming and coming. And one of the things that really upsets me is when I hear uh, the United States, so, some people in our uh, in our government or other nations talking about. Israel needs to exercise proportionality in their response, right? Meaning that our response should be proportional to what they did and not to be excessive. It's such a crazy thing. What's proportional to the barbaric acts that they did? And when you think about it for a moment, if someone comes up and punches you in the eye and you say, Go, I'm, I'm just going to be proportional, I'm just going to punch them in the eye, you're going to keep punching and punch. It's never going to end. When someone wages war against you, you have to take action in such a way that they know once and for all, if they ever try and come after you again, the price is going to be so heavy that they will not, they will think long and hard and hopefully never do it again. Now, that being said, I, my heart breaks not only for the Israelis and what Israel is going through, but my heart breaks for the innocent Palestinians that are being held hostage by this Hamas-ISIS regime. That's right. They are being held hostage. That's right. Wow. Iran seems to be involved, in, and they're afraid, I don't know, of 
the peace accord and all that has been going on with Israel. Do you feel Iran will get involved in this war? Iran is already involved in this war in the sense that they fund Hamas and they fund Hezbollah in the north. Certainly, we know in the last few days on several Iranian officials, uh, the highest ranking officials have basically said Hezbollah's fingers are on the trigger and they are ready to attack Israel. Hezbollah that's uh, located in southern Lebanon is an extension of Iran. They are a much more dangerous foe than Hamas. They have a more seasoned, larger army with more advanced uh, capabilities in terms of rockets and missiles and artillery. And it's hard not to think that this isn't going to escalate into more of a regional war if we take Iran at its word. They have said if Israel goes into Gaza, that they have no choice but to release what's quote unquote the resistance. Uh, and I don't see how Israel cannot go into Gaza. I don't see how that is an option. So I think we're in a very dangerous situation at this point in history. I'm very concerned about Iran because Iran has vowed to wipe Israel off the face of the earth. Israel hate, I mean, Iran hates America and hates uh, Israel. Yes. And they are. We're the great Satan, America. Israel very close is to having Satan. an atomic bomb. I believe they already have it. That's my opinion. But they've been working on it for a long time. And I, I think Iran is the next big step, perhaps, in this war. What do you think? Absolutely. Iran is the one who has the potential to escalate it. And it's hard not to think that they won't escalate it in some way. And I think what we also see is not just Iran. It's Iran aligned with Russia, because Iran is providing drone technology to Russia to be able to attack uh, Ukraine. There's also uh, China getting involved. So again, you have what seems to be, you know, this war of Gog and Magog. I'm not saying this is that, but what I am saying is that the in Ezekiel chapter 38 talks about this war that comes at the end of days, and it talks about this war that comes from the north. And when you have Russia and China aligning with Iran, this seems to be, again, end-time prophecy beginning to be fulfilled, which could lead to a ultimately a major conflict that affects the world. And it's very concerning, as you said, because there are these demonstrations across the world and in the United States. And these, these people, the spirit that hates Israel, hates America. I'm very concerned about terrorism coming to the United States. Yes, Me that's too. Right. I believe that. I believe it. Yeah. I predict that this year we're going to have more terrorism in America than we've ever seen before. That's right. People were living in perilous times. Tell me, the word Hamas, everybody's been talking about that. 
Is there a biblical meaning of that word Hamas? Yes, as, as we shared at the beginning, the word Hamas means violence. It's the gratuitous, evil, senseless violence that people perpetrate against one another. And it was Hamas that existed in the days of Noah that caused God to send a flood on the earth and ultimately destroy it. And as we said in Matthew 24, it says, as it was in the days of Noah, so will it be in the days that the Son of Man returns. What's interesting, again, we have to keep our eyes open. We almost have to have a Bible in one hand and the newspaper in the other because prophecies are unfolding. This operation against Israel was called the... Uh, called the Al-Aska Flood, right? Al-Aska is the mosque that stands on the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. That's the third holiest site, site, site for Muslim Muslims. And so this attack on Israel actually had the word flood in it, which connects back to the first time Hamas is used in the Bible. And what's it's interesting in, in Genesis 6:11 it says the earth was filled with Hamas. Well, the word for filled can also be used to be filled with either the Holy Spirit or filled with a demonic spirit. And so I believe it is Satan, it is a demonic spirit that is fueling these Hamas fighters to go after Israel and this Hamas, this violence we see now beginning to spread over the world, which is exactly what happened in the days of Noah. And we can get deeper into this if you want, but it's very concerning and, and, and concerning, but also there's hope because we know how the story ends. Yeah, yeah. that's it. But when you say get into it deeper, do you just have a minute? Do you have a minute, Rabbi, when you say that, get into it deeper? Could you go a little deeper about this? Yeah, see... We have to understand, again, that Hamas is also, as we said, connected to Esau, and from Esau comes Amalek. And Amalek is, you know, we're told, King Saul was told to wipe out Amalek. One of the first things the Jewish people were told when they went into the land was to wipe out the Amalekites. And King Saul compromised and didn't do it. And because he compromised and didn't do it, not only did God take the throne from Esau, from uh, King Saul and give it to King David, but that's what allowed the descendants who ultimately came into existence, who wanted to commit genocide against the Jewish people. And again, we see Persia, Haman rising again, we say in the same spirit. You can, and so the point is, though, just like Saul tried to compromise and not kill the Amalekites, you can't compromise with the spirit of Amalek. You can't make peace with the spirit of Amalek. It will lead to your downfall. But then there's something more in this regard. The biblical holidays are prophetic pictures of the God's plan of redemption. 
So the three spring holidays were fulfilled in the first coming, right? The three fall holidays in the second coming. But what's interesting is that the first holiday on the biblical calendar is Passover. It occurs on the 14th day of the month of Nisan. God delivers Israel out of Egypt. In Hebrew, 14 is the number of the hand. Well, there's another holiday in the last month of the Hebrew calendar, the month of Adar, which happens on the 14th day. So on the first month of the Hebrew calendar, deliverance, holiday, Passover, on the last month of the Hebrew calendar, on the 14th day, the month of Adar, God delivers the Jewish people from Haman. It is the book of Esther. This is prophetically important. Why? Because the Passover is at the beginning of Israel's history in the first month. The last month prophetically represents the end of history. And at the end of history, Haman and Persia, Iran rises again, but God hands, God hands ultimately delivers. And this is what we're getting a sneak preview of right now. Wow, we really are. I know your, your schedule is so tight today, and we're so thrilled that you could be on our program. Yes. Uh, I just want to ask one last thought. In Genesis 12, 3, it says, I will bless those who bless you, and whosoever curses you, I will curse, and all peoples on earth will be blessed through you. How important is it for America to continue standing on this promise from God. Absolutely. I mean, when you look historically, every nation that welcomed or supported the Jewish people and then turned their back on the Jewish people went into a state of decline and judgment. So I believe it is so important for Israel to stand with, I mean, for America to stand with Israel it is key to the blessing that the United States has experienced for all these years. It has been the refuge and one of the places of Israel's greatest uh, populations in the world. It's been such a blessing to the Jewish people, and it needs to remain so. But I am very concerned because we read in the book of Joseph, we read in the book of Exodus that there arose a Pharaoh who did not remember Joseph and then decided to persecute them because he forgot what Joseph had done to help save Egypt. I'm concerned, especially among the younger generations and among some of the politicians out there, that they have forgotten what a blessing the Jewish people have been to the United States, what a friend Israel has been to the United States, and they don't understand that if they turn their backs on Israel, like Egypt did, because they didn't remember Joseph. If we forget the Jewish people, it's not going to go well. And God will judge America like he judged Egypt and many other nations if this is the direction that we head. Wow. So, Rabbi, right. thank you so much for coming so by and sharing with us. Pray for us. We pray for you and, the, and bless you as you are spreading this word all over the world. Give Rabbi a good hand. Thank you for being with us. Thank you, Rabbi. We love you. I'm love so, you. I'm so concerned that you listen to what Rabbi just this said. This is important because if if America turns her back, yes, as many in the streets are doing, 
They're, they're, they're saying, gas the Jews. Literally, they're saying that. Ricky, have you heard that? I've heard it. I've heard it. And you know, I, I am reminded, it says, heaven and earth will pass away, but the word of God will never pass away. And I'll say this, where there is the word of a king, there is power, but where there is the word of God, there is infinite power. God will not be mocked. When no. they're saying gas the Jews, what is this? This is a scheme of the enemy. The enemy for every generation that Israel has existed has so desperately attempted to attack the promise that God has made with them, the covenant that was made with them. That is the reason the enemy hates Israel. It's not necessarily because of the land. It's not necessarily because they're right on the Mediterranean Sea. Yeah. Why does he hate Israel? He hates Israel because of the covenant that God has made That's with right. Israel. And he realizes, I can never be a part of that covenant. Therefore, he despises it. That's why we will see Hitlers in generations. That's why we will see Hamases and ISIS and Hezbollahs in generations, because the enemy will do everything he can to destroy I'm the Abrahamic covenant. that the judgment of God is going to strike many, many places mm -hmm. like never before. When 70,000 people text Hitler. that Hitler was right. That's right. Hitler wasn't right. Well, this shows you Hitler was one of the most evil persons that ever walked the earth. Demon right. possessed. Well, if you're ever yes. wondering if propaganda works, that right there will let you know that propaganda is working. It is just truly ironic that the people who say they stand for love, for justice, right. for overall peace for everybody is marching in the streets and saying Hitler was correct in his attempted annihilation of the Jews. But these are the people who want to train our children. Right. These are the people who want to have, you know, story times with our children uh -huh. in public libraries. Uh -huh. I, I don't miss my words. I'm sorry if I offend you, but I'm not because we stand on the word of God. That's right. What does the word of God say? God will not be mocked. There's only one standard to live by. This is that standard to That's live by. True. Anything else is that uh, sandy ground. Dad, we have to stand on the solid rock. What does the word of God says? It says that the storms came, mm -hmm. the water rose, the Amen. winds beat against the house. And if your house was built on the solid rock, your house stood where it was. It did not move. But yeah. the same thing will come on the unjust. The wind will come. The rain will rise. Yes. The floods will uh, you know, consume your home. And if it's built on sand, it's going to be wishy-washy. Your home will be destroyed. The day yeah. of judgment is coming. Yeah. The Lord will be standing in front of you one day, and you must account for every action. The Lord or excuse me, you will be standing in front of the Lord and the Lord will say, where did you stand with my people Israel? That's it. And you will have to look him in his eyes and have an account for That's it. That's right, because we're talking about Jewish Jesus. Yeah. Let's I, never forget, Jesus is a Jew. God is a Jew. That's never right. forget that. It's like, so important that we stand for God. Yeah. The church is being tested in every manner in these last days. Yeah, that's right. The church is literally closing its doors. Thousands of them have closed, Mano. You know that. People. Thousands and thousands yeah. of churches have closed in America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, and, and now we're, we're in this war. This, this is what you would call a holy war. Absolutely. Would you call it a holy war? Absolutely. 100%. Culturally, spiritually, religiously. Everything you can ask for, it's here. And they're slaughtering people and lying about it. In these marches, they're saying, oh, it's not true. Israel is faking it all. It's just like they're saying the Holocaust was fake. Believe me, it wasn't fake. I saw, I met with a man who took the pictures of the Holocaust. 
at the end, the last week of it, and I saw them as a boy, and I will never be the same after seeing the masses of thousands of Jews piled in piles and piles of dead bodies. Yes. Right. You yeah. brought up something to me the other day that I never saw it, yet I saw it now with what you just said. You said to me this, Matthew 24, they will deceive many, and you will hear of wars and rumors of wars. Mm -hmm. Rumors. It's what Explain you just it. said. Explain what I mean. It's what you just explained right now, that people are not believing that this war is happening. The They're rumor, saying that it's a rumor of war, that it's not really a war. All these babies aren't really shot dead with their heads cut off. They're literally saying that, these young people, most of them. You heard them. Yeah, yeah. it makes me crazy. We but are these watching. are the ones that are indoctrinating, like Ricky said. They're and indoctrinating. I, and so our... I've asked my staff to get pictures of the babies, and they've withdrawn them all from online. Even the enemies have put up pictures of themselves killing the babies. Yeah. yeah. They're proud of it. Yeah. And proud of it. But yet, America wants to cover it up because they don't want people to be uh, shocked by the pictures. I think we have to go back to where Rabbi mentioned Zechariah 14. Yes, Can I read it shocking. to you? Yes. 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 I will gather all the nations to Jerusalem to fight against it. The city will be captured. The houses ransacked mm -hmm. and the women raped. That is describing what just happened. What version are you reading? This is the New International Version. Woo! That's plain. We have to understand the scriptures very clearly. Matthew 24, if I was you, I would go play by play. This is happening. Mm -hmm. Listen, many people watch sports games and they watch the recaps yeah. and they love the recaps are sure. even more interesting right. than the real game actually because so you're breaking down the play-by-play -play. Mm -hmm. Matthew 24 is the play-by-play -play of what is happening right now That's and right. where we're going and you ought to get your bible out and reference back to Zechariah 14 mm -hmm. listen a lot of people are getting caught up in this Ezekiel 38 we're not there yet a lot, of, a lot has to happen, and I understand it because when you go back to what even Rabbi was talking about, li listen to this. This is according to the AP. Vladimir Putin begins to visit in China, underscoring ties amid Ukraine war and Israeli-Palestine conflict. We're watching Ezekiel 38 lined up in the background. But what that is going on on the other side, we're watching earthquakes. No one yeah. is talking about the earthquake in Afghanistan. All over. Right. All over. No one is talking about the earthquake in California mm -hmm. a few hours ago. No one's talking. Yet the conversion of scripture is happening in what you said. All the suddenlies are going to begin to happen the war all at the same time. It's overshadowing these other stories. Mm -hmm. It seems like we can only have one major event in America at a time. And the Bible is so clearly, mm -hmm. I, I'd never understood it till the break yeah. time where you... And Trump is fighting by himself, and he's going through... There's, you know what they just did to him again? Yes. What did they do? Listen, it's almost ridiculous yeah. to me. I can't, I can't famine to even understand the, the ridiculous things that are happening with Trump right now. And at the same time, our house is divided. We can't even yeah. pick no, a House exactly. Speaker. In a, in a, Hopefully I'm sorry, but I grew up in the United States of America. How many grew up? Raise your hand. 
just about everybody here. Did we, weren't we taught that we have freedom of speech in yes. America? Yes. yes. Trump's freedom of speech has been taken from him, and he's in four different trials in the midst of running for president. Yeah, the gag order. Yeah, the gag order. Another gag order this week. Yeah, yeah. We're watching this event, and I want you to know, when you, when you understand what you were talking about during the break, those that can endure to the very end in mm -hmm. Matthew 24, most people are not enduring. Most people are living their lives, not even paying attention on what's happening, yet it's a catalyst of the future of the now for America. The decisions that our leaders are making for you and I are so wild that you can't even fan to even think where they're heading, where we're going. When, when, when all the capitalism in America will, will disappear, but yet the Bible has warned us where we are according to the book of Matthew 24. When we understand scripturally where the church stands, we will understand where we're going to be. And, and men of God have warned us year after year of so where we are, yet the church, unfortunately, and is still And one of those asleep. men is Dave Wilkerson. That's right. This week, somebody sent me Dave Wilkerson's last prophetic word. Yeah. Yes. I want to roll a little piece of it. Control him. You have that? Please roll Dave Wilkerson for me. Uh, the whole world knows what is happening here in the United States. We're in a worst crisis in our history. Uh, and the people everywhere especially in New York City, where the crisis hangs so heavy overheads, there is a great fear. I was told that in the stock market, after it closes, men are collapsing and falling down in fear. And it's not just an American problem. It's a European problem. It's worldwide. God is doing what he warned us he would do when sins have mounted up into heaven. And that's that he would shake everything that can be shaken. And the whole world is shaking now with an economic meltdown. And it's going to get so frightening that not one of us will be unaffected. We're all going to be affected. Every minister, every family, Christians and unbelievers alike. We're all going to feel and see things that are terrifying. Many are going to abandon their faith. Even when Jesus walked the earth, when hard message came, when hard times came, and he saw many leave him. He said many, the Bible says many forsook him. And he turned to his disciples and he said, will you forsake me also? Now, everywhere I go, I hear people saying, is there a word? What's going to happen next? What is God saying? And in 1 Samuel, 30th chapter, I was, I was moved by the story of David and his 600-man army. They came upon over the hill toward Ziklag, their home base. And it was in ruins. The f fire had destroyed the city. His wives, all the wives, the children were all taken captive by the Amalekites. And the Bible says that David and his men wept. David was deeply distressed. And his men wept all day and probably through 
most of the night until they said there were no more tears. Bible says David wept until there was no tears left. But then came a time, there comes a time, there is a time for weeping, there is a time that we will tremble. But God understands that. Then there comes a time to fight. David stood up, no more questions. And the Bible said he encouraged himself in the Lord. I was walking with the Lord last night. And the Lord said, uh, David, you've, you've preached for 55 years around the world about how God delivered the children of Israel out of Egypt and through the Red Sea. And about uh, the fiery furnace and Hebrew children being delivered. You talk about Daniel being delivered from the lion's den. You talk about all these deliverance for 55 years. Now you're facing a test of faith like you've never known it. Was that mockery? Did you as a minister of the gospel say all this for 55 years and now it doesn't work for you? And, and I began to see that the mockers and the scoffers that are coming in the last days will come some many from the church itself scoffing at the word giving up on the word because they they are they they don't turn to God they get bitter against God and that's going to happen but where are those Davids that will stand up with the word of God they've been tested I have been tested I've been tested in my family God said don't mock me now don't scoff at my word stand I've given you this word God is going to see his church through I hear people say well we're all in the same boat no we're not well we're in a boat all right as Christian but it's called the ark it's the ark of safety and God is going to ride his people through this storm it may be difficult the boat may shake and there'll be storms and lightning and thunder but God keeps his word. God has everything under control. And I ask you as a congregation of ministers and wise to stand to your feet and lift your hands and thank God for his faithfulness. He's going to see his church through. There's going to be a moving of the spirit. God is going to bring those. He's going to awaken many, many multitudes. He's going to awaken those who have been cold and indifferent. He's going to pour his spirit out in the midst of all of this. Lift your hands. Stand, lift your hands, and thank God for his promises. And ask God to strengthen your faith, to give you a word so that you can stand before your family. You can stand before your friends. You can stand as David did. The whole army of 600 men rose up on one man's faith. Let that be you. God bless you. That was Dave Wilkerson's last main prophetic word no, I'm pretty sure before we in, went to be with the Lord. Right. It was around 2008. August he, 3rd, 2008. August 3rd, 2008, David Wilkerson. This is when that this recording we just heard. That's right. Mm -hmm. 
Chris Reed warned us what was coming on America on our program yesterday, if you watched it. And I'm going to roll this. Do you guys have that FBI is telling us right now the warning of domestic threat? Would you roll that, please? FBI Director Christopher Wray yesterday warned the Bureau is seeing a spike in domestic threats. We've got to be on the lookout, especially for lone actors who may take inspiration from recent events to commit violence of their own. Here with what that means for Americans, former FBI Special Agent Nicole Parker. Nicole, thanks for uh, joining us today from Miami. Thank you. Uh, you know, we're, Christopher Ray is talking about look out for lone actors. It just takes one person. It just takes one person who thinks that they have been activated by the home office and next thing you know, it's trouble. Uh, you know, the lone actor, we cannot underestimate that. That is very difficult for the FBI to track because it's one individual. They may not be linked to a large organization. And a lot of times these lone actors or lone offenders, you know, they're inspired by this. They use this as an opportunity to gain attention. Right. Um, it's, it's very, very dangerous. And it's important for all Americans to have their heads on a swivel and to be aware. The radicalization process right now is very different than it was around September 11th of 2001. If you think about it, we have social media. The online presence is overwhelming now. And so they're going to be using different means right. to recruit individuals to participate in terrorist acts. So we cannot underestimate the lone offender issue. That's you know a serious risk for our country right now. I am so concerned. Philip Cameron had warned on our program a few days ago that the world is sliding or siding, I should say, with Israel yeah. and that they soon are going to slide over to the Palestine side. It's already happening. That's right. And God was very clear in his word that we must not turn our backs on Israel. That's right. So church, let's keep praying for Israel. Absolutely. We're in the end times. Yeah. We really are in the end times. And we need your support in order to stay on the air. And you can call and make your pledge, or you can go to Jim our Baker internet. Show. Go to jimbakershow.com, <laughs> and you can be a part of, you know, I love the monthlies. I don't know about anybody else. I love monthly giving where you can give, if it's a dollar a day, $30 a month. Maybe you want to be a part of Jubilee, $50 a month. Maybe you want to be part of Jim's Club, the President's Club, $100 yeah. a month, or whatever, however the Holy Spirit should lead you. Ask him, and he'll show you. Marcel, what do you think of the, the Christmas? It's, it's almost Christmas. Yes. I, I'm, I'm, I know I'm getting old. It's like... <laughs> October started a, a day ago, and yeah. it's uh, October's almost gone. Yeah, it's wild. What in the world is going on? I'm speeding up. That's do you? Right. Does it go faster as you get older? Seems to. <laughs> I'll ask you. Do you? Do you? Do you think it gets faster? We yeah. all do, Jim. Well, yes. There's a gray-haired lady. She said it gets faster as you get older. I'm. I'm telling you. I I can't stand Christmas coming. Okay. Because I haven't I haven't well, adjusted to summer yet. Right, right. And believe right. me, summer's gone because it's 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 turning cold. Mm -hmm. We had a freeze warning last night, so right. I had to bring some flowers in from the outside because <laughs> we, we like to put stuff in in the in the in the 
in the winter. So it's moving fast. That's right. Christmas is here. Mm -hmm. And as you give your offering, you can get wonderful gifts back and, and we'll send them right out to you. Just call 1-888-988-1588 and tell the operator how much you want to give. She'll take your call and your address and we'll mail out to you some of these items. We have beautiful items. And uh, you're calling it the double blessing offering. So any amount like, that I mean, you if you give, give $25, you get $25 worth of presents like Christmas yeah. cards. I have Christmas cards in my hand right here. Right. It doesn't mean Aren't they great? Yes. They're beautiful. I mean, anything we send you is handpicked by Lori and me and my kids. That's right. We pick them out and every year we pick. And so these are our best Christmas items that we ever had. And we have a right. few left of Jesus and Mary on the donkey, mm -hmm. and she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. And yeah. th that is something I've never seen before. Right. But, so but, if, they, if they send $1,000, they're going to get $1,000 worth of Christmas items. Right. That you're going to, some of them you treasure in your house every year, and some of them you can use for Christmas mm -hmm. gifts Absolutely. because they're beautiful. The paintings will come. That's All right. different things are going to come when you give that special offering. It's so important that as we celebrate the birthday of Jesus, Amen. you know, it is, I had somebody tell me they didn't think we, we were even going to have Christmas this year. Mm -hmm. And I didn't accept that. But no matter what, we, we celebrate Christmas. Yeah. Even if we're in a bunker, even if we're down in our basement, we're going to, aren't we, Lori? Absolutely. The reverence of Christ. But, and, right. and I want we you to send this offering in to keep us on the air. And we're going to send you these wonderful Christmas items that you can share with your friends and neighbors and family. And just do it right now. Call me at 1-888-988-1588. That's toll free. And uh, don't forget our Christmas variety bucket of food, 30-year mm -hmm. yeah. shelf life food. You can c go online and get that at jimbakershow.com. And that comes right from the factory to your house. But let's have Christmas. I think it's going to be a different Christmas this I, year. I, it, it is a sad time. We're at war. That's true. And the world, can I say hell of a mess? It is really hellish. It's the hellish most time I've ever seen in America. And it's time for us to celebrate Jesus no matter what. Amen. And I, I, I would like you to join this special um Double blessing. Double blessing club. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. <laughs> and and it'll bless you. It's gonna bless our ministry. And this double blessing offering can keep us on the air for another year. We'll right. if we'll get it. We've got to get over this up. We're we're in the valley. We've got to get out of the valley. Call me right now. One eight 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 nine eight eight one five eight eight and give the double blessing and you'll receive boxes of stuff coming to your house. God loves you. He really does. Bye-bye for today. Bye-bye. We love you. I want to thank you for watching the Jim Baker Show today. We want to encourage you to stand with us. If you want to support a message of the last days, we bring great men and women of God, the prophets of God, to this program every day. We need to stay on the air till Jesus comes. I need your support today.
that monthly giving will keep us on the air. Times are tough, but God's people can make anything happen. With God in, in unity, we can bring miracles to pass. A dollar a day, many are joining that club right now. We also have the Jubilee Club at $50 a month. And then we have my club, the President's Club, at $100 a month. I need your support. Pray about becoming a monthly partner. We are totally in the last days, but we must keep the message of the gospel going forth. We need your support. And I pray that if you have the ability today to give a one-time gift to keep the devil away and to meet our budgets this month, we need help desperately. I'm going to personally, for my Social Security, I'm going to give a $1,000 gift today to the ministry. And I hope someone will join with me and give that one-time gift as well. But these monthlies will keep us going till Jesus comes if you'll just do that. So call me right now, 1-888-988-1588. Remember that God loves you. He really does. Thank you for calling. Bye-bye. Join Jim and Lori Baker every day as they welcome anointed teachers. Remember that God loves you. He really does. And the most dynamic personalities from around the world as we share grace and restoration. Power over the gods. You know, the Bible says, who is like you, O Lord, among You never know who's going to be on The Jim Baker Show. Our mission is to fulfill the great commission of Jesus Christ to go into all the world and to preach the gospel to every person. We want to thank you for standing with us and your support. To see more content like this, go to watchjimbakershow.com. Remember, like my dad always says, God loves you. He really does.